blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today we are continuing the round of 32 in our 2022 patron tournament. And last year, this guy made it all the way to the semifinals. That's why he's the guy. He's the dude. He's Nathan the man, McQuinn. Hey, Nathan. Welcome back. Please say hi to everybody. Good to be here. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We are excited to have you back. Uh, uh, do you want to remind anybody, uh, everybody out there, just a little bit about yourself? Um, uh, my name is still Nathan. Uh, I still live in rural Montana. Uh, and um, if you hear any background noise, it's my dog wanting a treat. All right. And his opponent, a man who caused much suffering to Greg Johnson in the last round just to get here. Can he continue the punishment today? Because it's Drew the Scourge McClurg. Drew, please say hi and uh, remind everybody a little bit about yourself. How are we doing? Um, Drew McClurg. I'm from New Bremen, Ohio. Just an overall trivia enthusiast. Nice. We are happy to have you both excited to see how this goes and who will continue on uh, because the winner of this match will be taking on Josh Bombeck, uh, who is from the um, Benchwarmers podcast, uh, and he did uh, quite well in our previous episode. So you guys, whoever wins, will be taking him on. All right. Uh, for everybody else out there, let's learn some rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Now that we know a little bit more about our game, I want to know Nathan and Drew just a little bit better. And I want to know what was your favorite book or book series as a kid? Hmm. Assuming you both learned how to read, I imagine. (laughs) That was probably. (laughs) I think I got one. Okay. I would say my favorite book series was the Percy Jackson series. The Lightning Thief. Okay. Yeah. What about Nathan? I think the first um, like entire series I ever read and still probably a favorite to this day is probably C.S. Lewis, um, the um, the language in the wardrobe whole book mm-hmm. trilogy. What do you recall the the whole thing? Chronicles of Narnia, or at least that's a, that might be. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'll go with. Okay. 
I have not read any of the Percy Jackson stuff. I'm not going to lie. Um, if I was going to have to answer a series for me, it would have been the Hardy Boys. I ate those up as a kid when I was younger, and I know John did too. Uh, we were both fans of that. I have only read the first one, but because I've actually read The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I haven't read any more than that, that does mean with one book consumed, uh, Nathan, you get to go first. This is the first time I actually won the um, right. spinoff, the, the, the first round, I think. Uh, let's, go with, um, let's go with TV. Okay. And we're starting off in the 60s. Okay. And we've got a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. What variety show first aired on CBS in 1969? It featured country music and humor with the fictional rural corn-fed county as the backdrop. Oh, boy. CBS. And I think I said corn-felled county, cornfield county. Cornfield. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of country ones, but I think they're not on CBS. I I chose a terrible category for my first pick. Um, I don't think I have an answer for this one. I can't think of it. All right. You're officially going to pass. I'm tapping. All right. We are moving over to Drew. Drew, can you steal this? So I can picture it. And I know it, I've been asked similar questions. I get it mixed up. But is it uh, Green Acres? Green Acres ain't the answer to this question. Uh, now, I am looking. Or, John, do you know this one? Oh, yeah, I used to watch it all the time at Nick Knight. I believe this is Hee Haw. It is oh. Hee Haw. Hee Haw. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Drew, what category would you like? Um, I guess I'll go movies. Okay. And we're even going farther back to the 50s. All right. And a question from Chris Hasse. This musical drama has been made four different times. In 1937, 1954, 1976, and 2018. And fans have gone gaga for them. The 1954 version stars Judy Garland and earned her an Academy Award nomination. Is this A Star is Born? It is A Star is Born. <sighs> well done. All right, Nathan, we're moving back to you. Let's go news and politics. Okay. We're staying in the 50s. Okay. Brown versus the Board of Education was a landmark decision establishing ra establishing racial segregation in public schools as unconstitutional. The case originated in 1951 when the public school system for what city refused to enroll local black resident Oliver uh, Oliver Brown's daughter at the elementary school closest to their home. You wanted the city? The city. Yep. Uh Topeka. Yes, Brown versus the Board of Education of Topeka, Kansas. Topeka is correct. All right. And back to Drew. Um, I'll take music. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. The 80s. We've got a question from Vernon Heggie. Thank you, Vernon. The name Frankie in the 80s band Frankie Goes to Hollywood came from an old newspaper headline from a story about what famous celebrity starting his acting career. Um, that be Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is correct. That's it. All right. Now we've got some points of going. Uh, Nathan, let's continue that trend. 
Drew is kicking my butt. Let's go. Let's see. Let's try. Um... It's early on. He's double, but it's early on. Okay. Yes. No one's like kicking your butt. <laughs> Let's go literature. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. What novel by Nick Hornby was first published in 1992? It tells the story of the author's relationship with soccer, a.k.a. football, specifically the Arsenal Football Club. Two films were based on this book, one starring Colin Firth and the other starring Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. I can only name one Jimmy Fallon movie. Um, Soccer. Um... I wish it was a Ted Lasso question. <laughs> um, the only th- soccer thing I can think of is uh, Kick It Like Beckham. Kick It Like Beckham is incorrect. Yeah. Drew, can you steal? Um, can you reread the question? Of course. What novel by Nick Hornby was first published in 1992? It tells the story of the author's relationship with soccer, a.k.a. football, particularly the Arsenal Football Club. Two films were based on this book, one starring Colin Firth, the other starring Jimmy Fallon. I'm not a hundred. I'm not sure at all. And the only Jimmy Fallon movie I know, and it's going to be my answer, is Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch is correct. So they took the, uh, obviously, the idea of Fever Pitch, which Pitch being the you know, the whole, the field that they play on. That's what they call it in soccer. And they changed it to the Boston, uh, the Boston Red Sox baseball team for the uh, Americanized version of the movie. But the original was starring Colin Firth and it was about soccer. All that based on the book. Interesting. Yep. Good job on that one, Drew. All right. Getting the steal. Andrew, what category would you like left? We have food, sports, toys and games, slang and fashion. Um... I'll go Toys and Games. Okay, Toys and Games. And your decade is the 2000s. Okay. What toy line came out in 2006 and had an accompanying anime in 2007? The game uses spherical spring-loaded miniature figures which pop open when rolled onto a special metal gate cards. Is this Bakugan? It is Bakugan. Nicely done. All right. Nathan, what would you like? Let's go ahead and try slang. Okay. And your decade is the 70s. Groovy. Okay. All right. In 1975, Cho Lee, a chemist from California, first isolated a hormone from the pituitary gland and discovered that when injected into the brain, it was 48 times more powerful than morphine leading to what two-word slang, meaning something exciting or exhilarating? Two-word? Oh, boy. Can you repeat the, repeat the question one mm-hmm. more time? In 1975, Cho Lee, a, co- a chemist from California, first isolated a hormone from the pituitary gland and discovered that when injected into the brain, it was 48 times more powerful than morphine, leading to what Two-word slang, uh, meaning something exciting or exhilarating. Something. It's not two words. I think I'm thinking of. Um, shot in the neck. Um, I am blanking again. I am so sorry. Oh boy, I am tapping. All right, Drew, can you steal? Um, no, I that's I 
can't nothing's coming to my mind i'll do love drug <laughs> love drug and as intoxicating as that is it is incorrect uh no cho lee first isolated endorphins and so i'm looking for an endorphin rush oh just something okay or, or just you know i would have if you said endorphin pretty much anything i would have getting that so all right no points awarded uh we're back to drew um i'll do food food and your decade is the 2000s what bakery chain established in beverly hills california in 2005 uh it is considered the world's first cupcake bakery taking a sophisticated twist on the classic cupcake um um, I, nothing's coming to mind. I'm going to pass. Okay. Passing through Nathan. You can repeat it one more time. Of course. What bakery chain was established in Beverly Hills, California in 2005? It is considered the world's first cupcake bakery, taking a sophisticated twist on the classic cupcake. I don't think it's a chain. The only thing that comes to my head is Cronut. Cronut is incorrect. Uh, John, do you know this uh, bakery? Uh, I'm off the, t- off the top of my head, I'm going to say no, but I'm just going to guess the Cupcakery. Uh, cupcakery is incorrect. Uh, no, this is a really popular place. They made really big cupcakes, and uh, they started to sprout across the U.S., and they also got famous for having a cupcake vending machine uh, that you can find in a couple different places. John, I think, one actually... Uh, at uh, the McCarran Airport as well. Mm. And the uh, person who started it off is now, you'll see her a lot of the times on the Food Network and things like that as a judge for, you know, different cupcake wars and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The place that she invented is called Sprinkles. Sprinkles is oh. a uh, pretty popular cupcake bakery. I'm in the middle of Montana. I would okay. never have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, yeah. it's uh, the Beverly Hills chain hasn't, Moved it out to middle of Montana <laughs> yet. All right. Uh, where were we at? Were you with Nathan picking, I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the sports and fashion. Um, and I can't believe I'm choosing. I'm going to choose fashion. Okay. <laughs> Drew does not sound happy. He, <laughs> he didn't want to be left with sports. <laughs> uh, we are staying in the 2000s. Okay. What audio products company was co-founded by Dr. Dre in 2006? Yes, they were headphones, but they were also they also became a fashion accessory staple in the hip hop community. I think I usually wear these instead of my AirPods, but I think these are Beats. Beats by Dre is correct. Uh, okay, very good. And uh, we are heading back to Drew for our final question in sports for this round. And your decade is the 70s. Okay. And a question from Ian Schultze. Thank you, Ian. The New York Yankees are not known for having a mascot, but in July 1979, a large pinstriped bird with a mustache similar to that worn by catcher Thurman Munson debuted. The mascot's name was inspired by a, by a popular American folk song. What was the name of this mascot whose contract was not renewed in 1981? This is the kind of sports question I should know, but <laughs> it's it's more sports adjacent than it is like actual sports. Would it be Doodle? Doodle is incorrect. Nathan, can you steal? I think he was really close. Um, I think it's the same song. I think it's Dandy. 
They were one word off. It is Dandy. <laughs> Dandy is the mascot. Well done. All right. That is the end of round one. John, where do we stand? All right. Well, uh, Nathan's uh, assessment about having his butt kicked in the first round is untrue because Drew has 40, but Nathan has 30. So it's a close game going into round two. That it is. All right. And so Nathan got to start off round one. That means, Drew, you get to pick for Nathan to start off round two. Um, let's go fashion. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. Okay. This fashion accessory is like a mix of a necktie and a necklace with an ostentatious clasp. It was worn by both males and females, and in 1987, New Mexico made it the official neckwear of the state. Finally, a question that a person in the middle of Montana is going to get. Um, I, and and I, I think I bought one recently that's hanging up. I have not been brave enough to wear it in public. Uh, a bolo tie. Bolo tie is correct. Well done. All right. And Nathan, what category do you want to give to Drew? Uh, well, Drew seems like a really nice guy, and I'm sorry to do this. I'm going to give him sports. <laughs> yep. I saw that coming. <laughs> sports is also my weakest category. It's nice seeing a fellow non-sports person. Thank you. All right. Your decade is the 2000s. Okay. In the early 2000s, WADA, W-A-D-A, a foundation initiated by the International Olympic Committee based in Canada, set standards to promote, coordinate, and monitor the fight against drugs in sports. What does WADA stand for? That's W-A-D-A. Would it be the World Anti-Doping or, or Doug, Drug Association? Those are two different words. Which ones do you want to go with? I'm going to go doping. All right. And what was your uh, – say, say the whole thing one for me. So it's World Anti-Doping Association. World Anti-Doping Association is incorrect. Nathan, can you steal? W. A-D-A, and he said World Anti-Doping Association. Mm -hmm. Let's try World Anti-Doping Agency. World Anti-Doping Agency is correct. Ah. Just that it wasn't the drug and doping. You nailed it with the doping. Yeah. Yeah, just had to be a stickler on that one. Well done, Nathan. Getting the did I get two did I, did I get two sports questions right? You got both both <laughs> yes, both of both steals as well. So first time that will never happen again. <laughs> All right, uh, Drew. Which category would you like to give to Nathan? Um, we'll go slang. Okay. And your decade is the fifties. This four-word reptilian phrase was first said in the early 50s by teenagers. It took off when Bill Haley and his Comets recorded a song with it as the title in 1955, and it is often a replacement for Goodbye. The only Bill Haley Comet in the song I know is Rock Around the Clock. That's not reptilian, but I can't think of any other Bill Haley song, so I'm going to go Rock Around the Clock. Rock Around the Clock is incorrect. Drew, can you steal? Would it be See You Later, Alligator? See You Later, Alligator is correct. 
Absolutely. Well done. I'll see you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Yep. Classic song. All right. Gets the steal. And Nathan, which category do you want to give to Drew? Uh, let's go ahead and give him food. Okay. And your decade is the 70s. At parties in the 70s, it was popular to put skewers of cheese cubes and cut up pineapple stuck to a base in order to form a visage of what adorable spiny animal? That'd be a hedgehog. The popular pineapple hedgehog is correct from the 70s. I never heard of that. Wow. Well, probably because I, I just weird. It's just weird. <laughs> probably because it didn't make it out of the 70s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Drew, which category do you want to give to Nathan? We still have literature, toys and games, news and politics, TV, music, and movies. Um, let's do toys and games. Okay. And we're staying in the 70s. Wow, a lot of 70s questions. Okay. Advertised as the doll that eats, drinks, and wets, this doll came to life in 1973. Children could feed it packets of food mixed with water, which it would chew and spit out the other end. I've heard of this before. And I think it has the word baby in it. It sounds like a disgusting thing a parent would buy a kid. Um... Let's just go for a fun... Baby, baby poops a lot. I have no idea. Baby poops a lot is incorrect. Drew, can you steal? So I don't know if it's just something that I remember commercials for in like the late 90s, early 2000s, and if it was still being produced, but it was it Baby Alive. It came to life because it is Baby Alive. Yeah, Oof. it's a weird name for it, but yeah, good job. All right. Gets the steal. And Nathan, what category would you like to give back to Drew? Uh, Let's go literature. Okay. Hopefully it's a Percy question. Yeah. Hopefully not a (laughs) Percy Jackson question. Yeah. All right. Your decade is the 2000s. Oh, there's a chance then. (laughs) (laughs) What novel by Spanish author Robert Bolaño was released in 2004, a year after his death. It revolves around an elusive German author and the unsolved and ongoing murders of women in the fictional city of Santa Teresa. The title may be a reference to the biblical exodus from Egypt, which supposedly happened that many years after God created the earth. I don't know. I'm, I can't even like make a guess. Okay. It, it's a tough one. <laughs> Nathan, can you steal? I have you read it again, but I don't think it would help. I'm going to do the same and tap out. I'm so sorry I chose literature for you, Drew. (laughs) Not even going to read Don't even read it again. Just tap out? No. No. All right. Um, Yeah, I I never heard of this book, but I was looking and doing research, and this was cited as one of like the 10 or 20 best novels of the 2000s. And uh, then my wife bought it, so she's going to read it, and she'll let me know if it is that that good. But it's massive. It's a huge book, uh, and it is called... 2666 or 2666. Hmm. 2666. Yeah, big book. So I have no idea, but it seems pretty interesting. So, okay. All right. No points awarded. Drew, what do you want to give to Nathan? Let's go news and politics. And your decade is the 90s. Okay. 
1990, Lech Walesa became the first democratically elected president of what European country since 1926? In 1983, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his nonviolent struggle for free, for free trade unions and human rights in this same country. Can you read it one more time? Can you spell his last yes. name? Yes, I can. I'll spell both names. In 1990, Lech Walesa, so it's L E and I'm probably pronouncing it weird or wrong. Uh, Lech Walesa became the first democratically elected president of what European country since 1926? In 1983, he was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for his nonviolent struggle for free trade unions and human rights in this same country. I think we, I don't know how to say his name, but now that I see it written down, I know uh, it is Poland. It is Poland. It might be Walesa or. Yeah, I, I have no, no idea, idea how but... to pronounce it either. Yeah, so it is Poland. Well done. All right, and between what John and I kind of call our big three categories, because that's <laughs> we would we would love to play a game with just these three categories and nothing, <laughs> nothing else. Between movies, music, and TV, Nathan, what do you want to give to Drew? Oh, he did well in the music category, and he seems he chose music class movies. Mm -hmm. um, let's go ahead and I'm sure he's strong in all three categories. He we seem to have similar interests because we don't like sports um <laughs> let's go ahead and give him uh tv yeah i mean he didn't know hee-haw for god's sake <laughs> i didn't know he either it, <laughs> it was it was in my mind like okay. legit it was oh, that's right he was, like, yeah uh all right well there his decade is the 70s we've got another question from jackie lafave thank you jackie rodney alcala appeared on what game show in 1978 this occurred in the midst of an eight-person killing spree. He was sentenced to death in California for eight murders committed in that state, or in, the, in California, between 1977 and 1979. Alcala was even picked as the winner. I know, I don't know the title. I have to think of it, but I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, uh, is it like, Mish... Mystery date. Mystery date is incorrect. Nathan, can you steal? Is it just the dating game? The dating game is correct. Uh. Yep, that is it. <laughs> so apparently the uh, bachelorette Cheryl Bradshaw subsequently refused to go out on a date with him because when she actually kind of talked to him more, she just found him too creepy. So she didn't even go on the date with him, which is good um, because yeah that was in the middle of his eight person killing spree so <laughs> very creepy all right nathan gets the steal and drew which category do you want to give to him and what do you want to keep for yourself let's go music all right music for nathan all right and your decade is the 60s okay please be a beatles question it is a throwback lounge question. Oh, even better. <laughs> even better. Uh, all right. So I need you to name the artist of this 1967 number 10 Billboard hit. <clears throat> so hard to find my way now that I'm all on my own. I saw you just the other day. Oh, my, how you have grown. Cast my memory back there, Lord. Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about it. Making love in the green grass behind the stadium with you. Hey! 
Name the artist. Oh, the artist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the I didn't get it to the last lyric. I think it's Van Morrison. Van Morrison is correct. And the song was Brown Eyed Girl. It only got to number 10? Wow. Only got to number 10, yeah. Very popular song. Great song. Stands the test of time. All right, and we are over to movies. And we're going to end off in the 80s. Okay. All right, a question close to my heart. In one of the most traumatic scenes in movie history... Atreyu watched as his depressed horse sank into the swamps of sadness in 1984's The NeverEnding Story. What was the name of the horse who sank into our nightmares? Uh, this is... I've never seen this movie. <laughs> oh, I feel... I, that's a shame. Your childhood was not as good as mine, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm sure it was a wonderful well, childhood. It's just, I mean... <laughs> It, yeah, I'm gonna pass. Know that I hear the correct answer, be like, yeah, that's the right answer. <laughs> All right. All right, Nathan, can you get the correct answer of the name of this horse? I think it begins with an A, but I'm not pulling it. Um, A Tax. A T A X. A Tax. I'm gonna be a stickler. I'm not gonna give it to you. It's, it's, you're one letter Ar- off, but John, Ar-tax. let everybody know. Artax. Artax. And it's, it's specifically just, yeah, you got to have that. <laughs> All right. That is the end of round Ooh. two. John, could you please let us know our score updates? All right. Well, we got a close one going into the final round. Nathan has 80 and Drew has 70. Uh, that's what I have as well. All right. Wow, we have kept things very tight on this game. Um, And uh, Nathan, since you are in the lead, which category would you like to put in first to the final round? I'll do my favorite category, news and politics. Okay. All right, and the decade will be the 80s. Okay. And Drew, which category would you like to join in uh, for the final round? I'll do TV. TV. And that decade will be the 50s. Okay. All right. Well, I need the two of you to put in your wagers based on 80s news and politics and 50s TV. It's a tough one. Close game. Good game. What are they going to do? All right. Nathan looks good to go. Drew is good to go. All right. We are going to start off in our 80s news and politics. The Italian ocean liner, Achille Loro, which sailed to Ashdod, Israel, was hijacked on October 7th, 1985 by four men representing a group known as PLF. A 69-year-old Jewish-American man was murdered by the hijackers and thrown overboard. The PLF were later designated a terrorist organization, and the initialism PLF stands for what? And your 50s TV question, a question by Chris Hossie. Thank you, Chris. What is the name of the game show which debuted in 1956 that features celebrity panelists who ask questions of three contestants and then must select which one of the contestants really has the unusual job, name, or experience that has been revealed to them? 
All right, while our contestants are thinking about their answers, I am going to do my spiel about the BFOPnetwork.com. Uh, guys, go to BFOPnetwork.com. That's B-F-O-P-Network.com to uh, check out some of these other fantastic shows on the BFOP Network, all nostalgia-based, all pretty much pop culture-based. If you're listening to Throwback Trivia, I'm assuming you kind of like nostalgia and, and pop culture to an extent, probably like trivia as well. Uh, but you'll learn a lot. I guarantee you, if you listen to these other podcasts, you'll probably do better on our show. So I highly recommend go check out all the shows on the BFOP Network. All right, Nathan and or Drew, do either of you need uh, another qu- a question reiterated? Or uh, the news and politics, just so I'll make sure. Can you say the, the, the three letters again? Yes. P, L, and F. And I don't know okay. my NATO phonetic al- alphabet, so. That's okay. Okay. I thought, I, yeah. What is it? What would it be? P is in pineapple. L is in literate literature. And F is in food. There we go. That better not be the answer. <laughs> pineapple <laughs> literature food. <laughs> that crazy terrorist organization. <laughs> uh, it would be Papa Lima Foxtrot. Thank you, John. Hmm. All right. Just let us know when you guys are set. I'm set. I'm set. Okay. All right. With uh, the man behind, Mr. Drew McClurg, the Scourge. What were your answers to our 80s news and politics and our 50s TV question? Um, I had the uh, Philippine Liberation Front and the guessing game. Okay. And Nathan, what were your answers to the 80s news and politics in our 50s TV question? For the first one, I had the Palestinian Liberation Front. And for the TV one, I had to tell the truth. All right. And for our correct answers, uh, the ocean liner in uh, 1985 was hijacked by the Palestinian Liberation Front, not the... Uh, was it the Philippine Real yeah. Liberation Front? Yeah, the reason I asked is because I thought it was the PLO, and so I had to, I had to think for a second what the F stood for. Yes, they did. They, I think they ch- have changed currently to the um, the organization. Oh, it's uh, nice Palestine to have a different. Yeah, when you're yeah. a terrorist organization, you get to have good branding. <laughs> you got to rebrand exactly. <laughs> yeah. Every now and, then. Um, and the uh, game show where they're trying to figure out which one of the person is actually. Speaking the real deal, it is to tell the truth. So, Drew did not get his wager. Nathan did get his wager. Let's find out what those wagers are. Uh, Kind of the uh, drama is taken out of this, but still excited to see what our final scores are. Uh, Drew, what did you wager? I just wagered 10. Wager 10. Oh, that would have been exciting. And uh, Nathan, what did you wager? Zero. Zero. Oh, man, that would have been epic. We could have had our first tie. We have not had a tie yet in the uh, tournament. That would have been great to end it. But alas, John, what is our final score? Uh, With a final score of 80 to 60, Nathan is the winner. Yes, Nathan the man continues. Well done. Very close game. That was was a tight game, especially in the beginning. Uh, And I I think it's hard because I think Drew and I have very similar interests. So Mm -hmm. um, thank you so much. That was fun. I was I was worried coming into this after that first game. I know the first game I was in was a very low scoring game, so I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And then to get that many, I was very impressed with myself. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You both you both did quite well, 
both did solid. So yeah, this was uh, a, a good performance by both contenders. But uh, Nathan will be moving on. Uh, unfortunately, means Drew. That is the end of your tournament run. But uh, you get to speak now or forever hold your peace. Well, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for letting me come on here. Nathan, good luck. Hopefully, you get all the way to the end and win it. I mean, I would love that to be the situation, you know. <laughs> that way I can say I lost to the champ. There you but uh, otherwise, just uh, be kind to one another. Tip your service or servers, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah, be a good person. Wholeheartedly agree. Yes, and Nathan, you'll be taking on Josh Bombeck. Excited to see how that game goes in our round of 16. Um, But yes, wonderful episode. Thank you guys very much for being on. For John, I'm Adam, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.